Welcome to our monthly podcast. We're the Pod Squad, and we cover interesting topics such as themes for each month, relevant events, and local Seattle news. Pod Squad. Pod Squad. I'm Sean Fernando. I'm Zelda Young. I'm Beatrice Sosa. And I'm Maddie Hankins. Breaking news for all you theme lovers out there. Every month, various themes are touched upon by our community and around the country. On, On to the next, next section! So let's start off this podcast by mentioning a few of the important days in May, just for fun. Well, May the 1st is May Day, or Labor Day if you're not in the U.S. It's a traditional spring holiday, which used to celebrate the starting of summer. Even though it was a pagan religious festival, May Day is still celebrated in many places over the world today. Although that might be because it's a national public holiday, due to it being Labor Day as well. However, since we're in the United States, Labor Day is celebrated in September instead. Still, if you want to dance around a maypole, the only person stopping you is yourself. Well, if we're speaking about important dates, we can't fail to mention May 4th just for the pun value. May the 4th be with you on Star Wars Day, everyone. May the 5th is also a fun one, due to it being Cico de Mayo. This holiday is used to celebrate the Mexican army's victory over French forces. Contrary to popular belief, it isn't Mexico's Independence Day, just an unlikely victory. As a result, on this day, there are lots of Spanish-themed celebrations in the U.S., including Spanish cuisine options in Bellevue, or reduced prices at bars, if you're about that kind of life. Ooh, Rochelle. May 8th is Victory <laughs> in Europe Day, so that's exciting. It marks the anniversary of the day World War II finally ended in Europe, with an act of military surrender from Germany, even if it did continue in Japan until September 2nd. And May 10th is none other than Mother's Day. Show some appreciation to that one special woman in your life. And finally, Memorial Day will be celebrated on May 25th. Having originated from the American Civil War, it now stretches to honor all Americans who have died under military service. Alright, and with that, now it's time to reveal the theme of the month. Can I have a drum roll, please? Are you the drummer here? Fine. The theme of the month is Mental Health Awareness Month. Woo! Yep, ever since 1949, Mental Health Awareness Month was created in May in order to teach people about a variety of different mental health problems. Every May, there is a different theme for this month. For example, last year's theme was Mind Your Health, which aimed at explaining the connection between mind and body and how protective measures for one's mental health could help their whole body health. This year, the theme is called B4 Stage 4. It aims to focus on how people can notice and address mental health symptoms early, rather than at Stage 4, which is the point where symptoms become much more severe and are much harder to cure. On to the next section! Bout squelch! There are many local organizations that have set up events relating to mental health every year. One organization is Circle of Friends for Mental Health. Circle of Friends for Mental Health is a 501c3 nonprofit organization based in Seattle. They began in order to help adult persons with serious and pervasive mental illness enhance the quality of their lives through opportunities for artistic self-expression. They have partnered with the University of Washington, Community Psychiatric Clinic Leaders, National Alliance on Mental Illness Personnel, and Kirkland Arts Center Artists. Through these partnerships, the organization has grown to a new level. They hold art classes at eight different locations around the Puget Sound area every week. Yeah, and along with these art classes, they hold creative writing classes, drama classes, computer classes, and holiday gift-making events. These events bring immense amount of joy to the face of the elderly participating in this organization. Along with that, these events are run by local volunteers from all areas. These volunteers not only bring happiness to the elderly, but they establish friendships. 
What a great organization. Definitely contact them if you are interested in volunteering. They are always looking for more volunteers. Another organization that helps with mental health awareness is the National Alliance for the Mentally Ill. Their local counterparts have been taking care of the great, greater Seattle area since 1978, with a mission to address the unmet mental health needs within our community through support, referral, education, and outreach. They put this mission into action by trying to empower those who have a mental illness to live a fulfilling life and know that they are not alone. By creating support groups, this organization is able to impact lives of people with all sorts of mental issues. On June 6th, NAMI is going to be holding a 5K fundraiser called NAMI Walks 2015. This event will take place at the Marina Park in Kirkland with the walk starting at 9am. Their goal is to raise $250,000 and currently I've raised slightly under $110,000. Registration in this event is free and dogs are welcome. Fundraising is encouraged and all the money will go to the organization's outreach programs to the mentally ill. Awesome! That definitely sounds like a caring organization. If you're interested in them, NAMI's Greater Seattle Area base can easily be located on the internet. The last organization that we'll be talking about today is Sound Mental Health. This organization is a very active organization in our community, promoting awareness for mental health. On May 14th, 2015, they will be hosting a gala titled Mental Health Matters. It will take place at Maiden Bower Center in Bellevue from 5.30 to 8.30 p.m. with guest speakers, musicians, and local TV personnel. You can meet celebrities! That's everything I've ever dreamed of! <laughs> Register soon on Sound Mental Health's website if you're interested in attending. Another great local organization. Besides our central theme of mental health awareness for this month, there are two big themes we would like to inform you about as well. It's National Pet Month and National Biking Month this month. Let's start out by discussing National Pet Month. Did you know that in our society today, over 43 million households own dogs and over 36 million own cats in the United States according to the U.S. Pet Ownership and Demographic Survey conducted in 2012? Wow! This means that roughly 67% of American households own a dog or a cat. If you're not one of these families but you wish you were, look no farther. The Seattle Humane Society is here to save the day. The Seattle Humane Society is an organization that tries to advance the welfare of animals by promoting positive relationships between animals and people. They actively save and serve pets in need regardless of their age, ability, circumstance, and geography. They help get animals to the standard that society has set for them, healthy, happy, and easily able to establish a connection with. These ideas have been a strong foundation for this organization since 1897, as they were the first humane organization to serve King County. They moved to Bellevue in 1972 as a private nonprofit after the city of Seattle and King County established their own animal control divisions, putting an end to their original devotion to animal issues involving stockyards and slaughterhouses. They now provide pet adoption, humane education, on-campus dog training, a pet food bank, and spay and neuter services to low-income pet owners. They accept any animal, and their professional staff will treat to the needs of the animals as soon as possible. They repair broken limbs, perform amputations, care for wounds, and provide life-saving care unlike many other shelters. They achieved a 97.9% live save rate in 2014, one of the highest in the nation using 80 cents of every dollar donated to help the animals. In order to maintain such a high standard for their organization, volunteers are a large necessity for this organization. In fact, they are currently looking for volunteers over the age of 18 to help out. Due to safety issues, they only offer volunteer positions to people at least 18, but there are many opportunities for people younger than that age to help out. Well, shuck my cord. If you're not interested in volunteering and instead want to adopt an animal, the Seattle Humane Society has a large variety of animals that are able to be adopted. They have mice, rabbits, hamsters, bulldogs, terriers, chihuahuas, schnauzers, and cats of all hair lengths. They have a program called 30 First Dates, in which you can take a pet home and house them for 30 days with your free food and supplies to see if they are a good match for you. 
If you decide to adopt the animal, you only have to pay an adoption fee of $25. That's a great deal if you ask me. What an awesome organization. If I had a dog, I would bring them to the Muddy Mutt Run Incarnation. On May 2nd, at Camp Quarry on Carnation Farm Incarnation, there will be an obstacle course-like race for dogs and their owners. The cost is $45 per person, and they will be put to the test by having to run a mud run-like course. The dog, meanwhile, runs through obstacles such as sand, hay, air foam, tires, and tunnels. The race is not timed, so you can choose how many loops, obstacles, and parks you want to go to in the 1.25 mile perimeter closed loop. Personally, I wouldn't do any of them. All of the money raised goes to Positive Alliance, an organization that brings adoptable dogs from different shelters in order to find a new home, the Seattle Humane Society, and Project Canine, an organization providing therapy dog training and allowing therapy dogs to participate in a number of innovative programs. That sounds like so much fun! Definitely look into the opportunity if you or your dog are the energetic type. Now I am, but my dog on the other hand. For those who are more of the relaxed type, such as my dog, there's an event in Auburn perfect for you. The Auburn Dog Trot and Pet Palooza at Gamefire Park on Saturday, May 16th definitely fits that criteria. Featuring a flat and easy course for a 3K and 5K fun run, this event tailors to those who want to enjoy themselves while exercising. In addition to the fun run, the event also features an animal-related entertainment stage. Skyhound's Disc Dog Championships, pony rides, agility races, a pet parade at noon, over 150 vendor booths, and tons of giveaways and activities. This event is definitely more family-friendly, and families with pets and small children should look into this event if they want to have a fun family excursion. And lastly, for those who are more relaxed and want to have a nice and peaceful day in this lovely spring, there is an event for you! That's right! The third annual Kitsap Humane Society's For the Animals Golf Tournament <laughs> is going to happen on Friday, May 15th. Dogs are welcome to come along and watch as you play a game of relaxing golf. All of the money goes to the Humane Society, and you receive a game of golf, your own cart, snacks and beverages, so <laughs> I like that, dinner and awards following the tournament. This is a unique experience that sells out quickly, so if you were interested, check them out on their website and sign up soon before it is too late. Hey, Rashawn, how many golfers does it take to change a light bulb? Four! <laughs> Ignore that, everybody. There, those are some great opportunities for pet lovers in that area. Check them out if you're interested. There's so much to do! If you're someone who's <laughs> more interested in the outdoors yourself, I know I am because I'm a mean guy. What? <laughs> If you're someone who's more interested in the outdoors yourself, then perhaps National Biking Month is up your alley. It isn't up mine, but that- What is this? <laughs> <laughs> the city of Seattle has distinguished certain Sundays in the month of May as Bicycle Sunday. On these days, Lake Washington Boulevard will be closed to motorized traffic from 10am to 6pm in order to allow cyclists and walkers to walk along Lake Washington Boulevard, south of Ma Mount Baker Beach to Seward Park's entrance. Take advantage of this on May 3rd, 17th, and 31st, as it only happens eight other times during the course of the year. Eight times! Wow, eight times? In addition, May 15th is Bike to Work or School Day. Dozens of commuter stations around the region will be hosting events in order to reward those who take the initiative and bike to work. The Cascade Bicycle Club will be hosting an event at Velo's Bike Shop in downtown Seattle, providing beverages and drawings for those who stop by. Thousands of people participate in this event annually, so you definitely will not be alone if you decide to participate. But if you're like me and don't know how to ride a bike, that sucks. You know the hardest part of biking is the pavement. <laughs> you got that right, Maddie. <laughs> Lastly, the ride of silence in honor of cyclists who have been injured or killed while biking on the road. This event will take place on May 20th at 7pm all around the world. This event first began in 2003 by Chris Phelan in Dallas after endurance cyclist Larry Schwartz was hit by the mirror of a passing bus and killed. 
This is a free ride that asks cyclists to ride no faster than 12 miles per hour, wear helmets, remain silent, and follow the rules of the road. These events and organizations are just some that relate to our th three themes of the month. Mental Health Awareness, National Pet Month, and National Bike Month. On to the next section! Hi guys, it's time for another exciting section of our amazing podcast. We're the Pod Squad. Pod Squad! Pod Squad! We're now going to talk about exciting news items pertaining to Seattle that have occurred in the last month. That would be the month of April. April's been a pretty good month for me, I'd say. How about you, Maddie? Yeah, I always like to see warmth start to crawl its way back into the earth after cold winters. Summer, here we come! Wow, Maddie, a little early for that, eh? Starting off the month was April Fools. Did anyone here pull off any good April Fool jokes? Well, Seattle pulled off an April Fools joke of its own. Mayor Ed Murray made an announcement stating that the city would convert to the metric system, meaning a change in signs, speedometers, and education. What a hoot! It says here that Mayor Murray says, and I quote, Seattle is a global city, and it's time we catch up with the rest of the world in adopting the metric system. At 10.30am, the joke was explained, but even though the Parks Department would not be changing any signs, it was added that people could still refer to inchworms as centipedes. <laughs> That's awesome! Other hilarious April Fool's jokes were also cited in the area. Google headquarters is located in Kirkland, a city near Seattle. For April Fool's, Google decided to integrate Pac-Man into their Google Maps, so Pac-Man could run through the streets, dodging ghosts and collecting fruit. I can't believe I missed it! Other April Fool's jokes are not as hilarious. Seattle Seahawks linebacker Bruce Irvin sent out multiple tweets on Twitter saying that he had been driving while drunk. He then later on revealed it as simply a joke. Drunk driving isn't really a funny scenario, but hey, at least he tried. On another note, with the advent of spring comes freshly grown food. I sure do love food. I love food too. It smells pretty good. Nothing beats a nicely prepared burrito stuffed with rice, beans, meat, chopped tomatoes, molten cheese, and guac to top it off. Hey, uh, you're starting to make me hungry here. Whoops. Sorry about that. Anyway, from April 12th to April 16th, and April 19th to April 23rd, was Seattle's Restaurant Week. Crops started to come back in with foods such as asparagus, rhubarb, ramps, fava beans, wild mushrooms, fresh herbs, and even edible flowers. Huh. Imagine that. The main idea of the event was that 165 restaurants offered $30 three-course dinners. That's a great deal for some higher-end fancy dining experiences. However, you'd want to check out the offer with the original prices of the place to make sure you're getting the most out of it. The Seattle Times recommended the restaurants Crush, Dahlia Lounge, Lark, Lakosho, Mistral Kitchen, Monsoon, Nels, Poppy, Sushi Capo Tamura, Terra Plata, Tilth, and Volterra. That's a lot of restaurants. Make sure you reserve tables next year as the places may already be full by the time you get there. A recent event startled the community! The Woodland Park Zoo was in possession of two elephants, Bamboo and Chai. However, due to certain circumstances, the elephants had to be sent on their way to a new home in Oklahoma City after a federal appeals court declined to block the transfer. The Seattle-based Elephant Justice Project hoped to block the move, but was unable to do so. The problem with moving the animals was that they had to do it during spring if they were to do it at all, as delaying it beyond spring would endanger the elephants through exposure to hot temperatures. Activists protested against the move, claiming the long trip could endanger the elephant's health and that their quality of life in Oklahoma would be worse than in Seattle. This was only a part of a surrounding debate about the housing of elephants and whether or not it is humane. Critics argued that large animals such as elephants need a greater amount of space than the zoos could provide. 
The elephants are being treated to the best of Seattle's ability, though, as a team of elephant expert veterinarians and a transport consultant staff accompanied the truck transporting the elephants. The Woodland Park Zoo estimated that it would cost around $111,000 to send the elephants to Oklahoma City. That's a lot of money. Yes, it is. In other news, the 20th of April is the famous Weed Day. If you didn't know until now, the reason why it is is because it's 420. 4-20. The Los Angeles rapper Snoop Dogg decided to bring back his wellness retreat on Sunday, the day before the 28th. Performing at the show was G-Eazy, Dolla Sign, and E-40. The show aims to celebrate and protect legal marijuana. Sounds like a crazy time. How was your 420, Rashawn? Uh, good, I guess? We know, Rashawn. We know. Hey, Rashawn! Did you hear about the Alaska Airlines plane having to make an emergency landing on the 13th? No, I didn't, Sale. Tell me more about it. Well, you see... An Alaska Airlines plane headed for L.A. had to return to Seattle due to an emergency. What was the emergency? Oh yeah, I heard about that. Apparently a SeaTac airport worker fell asleep in the cargo hold. The flight returned after 14 minutes as the pilot heard a sound emanating from underneath the plane. Talk about sleeping on the job. Speaking of sleeping on the job, I hear Rashawn frequently sleeps at night. Uh, yeah, uh, don't you? What a jib-jab flibber-flabber. On the topic of traffic, a fatal crash occurred on the I-5 on the 9th. Apparently, a black Chevy started driving aggressively and drove in front of a blue Dodge, slamming on his brakes. Eventually, the Dodge hit the Chevy, and a sedan hit the Dodge from behind. That's awful! I heard that there was a passenger in the Dodge, a woman named Andrea Dickey. She was only 23. What a horrible thing to happen. Our hearts go out to those involved with the crash. On a lighter note, the Seattle Chinese Garden 2015 Peony and Bamboo Festival took place on the 25th and 26th. What a great way to spend the day, going out to a local Seattle garden and looking at some flowers. I love flowers. I live and die for and buy the flower. Sometimes <laughs> people ask me what my favorite flower is. Does one have a favorite M&M? While flowers have many shapes, sizes, and smells, they are all chocolate to my senses. <laughs> Thanks for that, Rashawn. Blooming Tree Peonies showed off their flowers during the event. I wish I could have gone to see it. Me too. On to the next section. Bout squelch. In addition to our events and news from last month, there are so many interesting local events occurring this month that we wanted to share. Our first event in May is iFest, which runs from 10.30 to 4.30 on May 2nd. This is a huge video game festival down at the Seattle Center Armory for independent video game designers and creators. They have a huge selection of independent games for anyone to go down and play with, and the games range in many different genres. Also, iFest has lots of different speakers from the video game industry coming to talk about how to make your games better, and how to create a successful video game. The speakers are Ed Fries, the former VP of game publishing of Microsoft, Tom Buscagalia, the chairman at the International Game Developers Association, and Mitch Geidelman, who is currently a video game designer. This is a great opportunity if you're interested in following a video game career, and there are experts there to help talk about niches in the designing world and the gaming industry in general. You can also talk to the developers of the video games, if you decide to play some, about what it's like to be in a gaming company. Lots of great vocational options if you're interested. Best of all, iFest is absolutely free. Nothing could make it better other than free food or animals. And after iFest, you can head over to the Taco Truck Showdown! The showdown is on May 2nd from 5 to 11 at Union Station in Seattle. There will be over 30 food trucks at the festival, and admission is completely free. As if 30 fruit trucks isn't enough, there's also an all-you-can-eat taco bar for only $25. Wow, so many choices. And if you're an adult, sorry, no kids. Wait, hold up, that includes me. 
There's a DJ and a party in the section of the festival. To keep with the Cinco de Mayo mood, there is also Mexican luchador wrestling and a mariachi band playing. Remember how Beatrice said it was a taco truck showdown? Well, each food truck has one taco-themed item for less than $5. At the end of the festival, once the judges have tasted each truck's under $5 selection, there will be a winner announced for a $1,000 prize. That's a lot of moolah. That number makes me want to run a food truck! Hey guys, I've got a great idea for a delicious taco. I call it the Triple Mayonnaise Delight. That sounds awesome! Great idea, Maddie. Maybe you can make some for us so we can give it a try. I'll be waiting. <laughs> Getting back on topic, the trucks are only allowed to serve completely new items. Come support the local food trucks. Come to think of it, I love food trucks. Come to think of it again, I don't actually ever recall eating from one. On a different note, from May 1st to May 3rd, you can go to the Tukwila Community Center to see the Pacific Numismatic Association Spring Convention. That's Coin Show for short, for all you non-coin savvy peoples. The convention runs from noon to 7 on Friday, 10 to 6 on Saturday, and 10 to 4 on Sunday. The Coin Show also features some of the oldest coins, and they come from all around the world. I love coin shows, and old things too. This is the oldest and biggest coin show in the Pacific Northwest, and has admission of $2 per day, or $5 if you want to pass for all three days. Everyone ages 12 and under are free, but try to keep the environment calm and respectful, because the coins are sleeping and you wouldn't want to wake them. <laughs> Radical Rashawn! <laughs> Good one, Rashawn! A real knee slapper! Really jibber my flip flapper! Up next, we have a city favorite for all of our active Seattleites the Color Run! Contrary to popular belief, this run takes place on May 10th and starts at 8 a.m., but you'll want to be there early depending on your ticket time. The Color Run starts at the Seattle Center. It's a fun chance to dance and go crazy with friends or have some Mother's Day bonding time. I do all of these things at home, though, so there's no shortage of fun and dance in my life. Also, make sure to wear white, because throughout the run, different colors are thrown at you, creating a colorful splash. This year, the Color Run is working with the Ronald McDonald Charity House, and a lot of your admission money goes towards a great charity. You can be in groups of four or more people, which is $60 admission per person, or be an individual runner for $65. Looks like I'll be paying $65. Again. There's also a huge party afterwards with vendors, DJs, dancing, and even more color throws. Tickets sell out really fast, so make sure you go online to their website, thecolorrun.com, to sign up for this year's run. If running isn't your thing for Mother's Day, it's okay, it's not my thing either. Then try going to the 5th Annual Flower Festival at Pike Place Market. This is a great place to get flowers for your mom on Mother's Day because it has over 36 flower vendors coming from around Washington. And it also includes a card-making booth for all of your last-minute Mother's Day grabs. This festival is free and for all ages. Bring your mom and let her choose her favorite beautiful bouquet. Or keep it a surprise if you'd like. Some moms love surprises! Find a way to figure out what her favorite types of flowers are sneakily if you don't know already. In addition, Seattle celebrity Cisco Morris from King 5 News will be there giving gardening tips and advice. Finally, someone who can teach me the ways of excellent gardening. I know, right? Another artistic event is the University District Street Fair on May 16th from 10 to 7 and May 17th from 10 to 6. The street fair has a huge selection of food, arts, crafts, and music, and it's completely free to get in. However, if it's in the university district, you may want to think about parking, because parking is a pain. Trust me, I know. My mom says I park myself in front of the television much too often. Okay then. If you want to plan ahead, you can see a list of vendors for the street fair online. 
This event is very family friendly and it's the 46th anniversary of the fair, which is one of the longest running street fairs in the United States. The longest I've been running is 16 years. That's one year longer than Rashawn. Wow, Beatrice, way to rub it in. Starting on May 14th and running until June 7th, Seattle has its renowned Seattle International Film Festival. This festival has a series of films playing each night at different times and in a huge variety of genres. The film festival's motto is to bring people from the community together to watch films from around the world, and it brings this enthusiasm to Seattle every year. The price depends on the movies and their popularity, but you can go to their website beforehand to order tickets and find movie listings. That's really something, Maddie. The Seattle International Film Festival is also very family-friendly because of their film variations. Come out for a night with the family and see some great movies. Another great family-friendly event is the Folk Life Festival from May 22nd to 25th from 11 o'clock a.m. to 11 o'clock p.m. every day at the Seattle Center. Folk Life is dedicated to creating opportunities for everyone to appreciate the folk and ethnic history and traditions of the Pacific Northwest. This broad range of cultures within the festival helps sustain and share the cultures of all different people. It's a great celebration of traditions and diversity. At Folk Life, there is music, dance, food, arts, and crafts from all different cultures and people. This event is also completely free because it runs through donations, so make sure to donate online or at the event to keep the festival running for years to come. You might even see myself and some friends performing, which I know you've all been dreaming about. I know I haven't, but maybe you have. Another free event! Score! If Folk Life isn't the Memorial Day weekend experience you're looking for, then how about checking out the Hot Rod event in Everett from May 24th to May 25th? On Sunday, Hot Rods drive down Colby Avenue from 1 to 5, and afterwards from 6 to 10, there's a dance and party at the Holiday Inn on Pine Street in Everett for 10 bucks. A small price to pay for the large amount of fun. Monday is a show and shine for the Hot Rods, so come see a huge array of classic cars from 8 o'clock to 4 o'clock. The show and shine is completely free to the public, with an award ceremony after to see which cars were judged to be the best. The Wright Brothers Band is also playing from 10 o'clock to 1 o'clock at the show and shine. Sweet! And if you're looking for a more serious ceremony to honor our troops on Memorial Day, come check out the Memorial Day service ceremony at the Museum of Flight on Monday, May 25th from noon to 2. The ceremony features patriotic music from a Boeing employee concert band and speeches from museum president and CEO Doug King and city of Tequila Mayor Jim Haggerton. Veterans and U.S. personnel receive free admission of identification, and regular attendees must pay full museum admission price. Finally, on May 30th from 1 to 5, there is the 17th Annual for Herb and Food Fair. At this festival, you can learn about the endless list of uses for plants and herbs at Bastyr University Kenmore Campus. Activities include speakers and workshops, cooking demonstrations for food, tours of herb gardens and surrounding woods, local vendors with homemade arts and food, a plant sale, a spa with herb facials and soaps, live music and entertainment, and various kids' activities and entertainment. Just the thing for me! In addition, there will be two speakers attending to talk about herbs and their uses. Well, that section was very eventful. That's all, folks. We've been the Pod Squad. Pod Squad! Good to have you with us. Pod Squad out!